You're listening to South Bend Beat, produced by Alpha Dog Podcast. This week on South Bend Beat, we have William Dos Santos. William is a Bethel student, going to be graduating with soccer, soccer, the captain team. He was captain of the soccer team from Sao Paulo, Brazil, and came from Brazil to Mishawaka, Indiana. And that is a unique perspective that I wanted to hear more about, and we're seeing it more, whether it's Bethel students, Notre Dame students. Um, just wanted to know how it's gone. Uh, William has actually worked for us before. He's going to be working for us again at some point. And again, unique perspective uh, that I thought was cool to hear about. And it was a great interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And this episode, similar to other episodes, is brought to you by Martin Supermarkets. Try the groceries to go. Stay in your car, hang out in the parking lot. They'll bring it out to you. The first couple times are free, especially now that it's cold. I want zero part of getting out of my car when it warms up. Sit in there, let them bring the groceries. You go home and cook. Uh, you can find more on that at martins-supermarkets.com or at Martins Markets on social media. And here's Willian. Willian, what up? How's it going, Kyle? Doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So you're going into your last semester, right? Yes. At Bethel? Yep. How long have you been at Bethel? Um, almost four years, so three and a half. And your whole reason for coming to the States was to go to Bethel, right? Yes. Before we get into that story... You you leave Brazil, Sao Paulo, which is, I've heard it described as the concrete jungle, yep. the New York of Brazil. It's huge. Yes. And you show up in Mishawaka, Indiana. What was your first thought? <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what time? Are you, so would it have been fall, like before school started? Yes, it was. It was yeah. So at least it wasn't snowing. Yeah. Actually, I came uh, in the summer, so one month before school started, and, um, and we went straight to Indonesia. That's another story to, to talk about, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, until that point, I didn't know that Indiana was that cold. So what were you, I was fine. I assume like growing up in Brazil, when you think of the States, you think of maybe like New York or LA, Miami, like what you see on TV. Yeah. yeah Is yeah. that what you were expecting when you got here? Not really because I had searched a little bit about the city before. Um, but you know, that, that's what usually we, we think about when we think about the United States for sure. The majority of people. So take us through how you ended up coming from Sao Paulo, Brazil, to Mishawaka, Indiana? So, um, again, Brazil is the, you know, the country of soccer. We were known for that. And, and I played soccer my whole life. And, and I left home when I was 15 years old to play uh, in a professional level, youth academy. Um, and I played there from 15, from my 15 years old to 20 uh, until I got cut. And I didn't know what to do. I was like, man, should I, you know, just stop playing soccer and, and go back home and help my mom in Brazil? Again, I was, you know, playing in a team that was like 400 miles away from Sao Paulo. Um, what would you have done if you went home? Like, was work lined up? I didn't have anything lined up, but, you know, I'll probably, you know, figure something out there. But uh, that was my first thought. I mean, I come from, you know, a, a 
you know, a poor family in Brazil. My mom is, is a teacher, and uh, and it was just like me, my mom, and my sister pretty much. Uh, my parents were divorced. I like, got divorced when I was 13 or 14, so, you know, I lived with my mom and my sister uh, most of the time, and so I was like, you know, should I go back home? Should I, you know, continue to pursue this dream? And honestly, I never thought about coming to the U.S. I always had a dream to to play abroad. This is always, a you know, something in my heart, but I never really thought about the U.S. The U.S. And isn't really a soccer hotbed, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming. It's okay. becoming. It's becoming. But, you know, I never really thought of the U.S. And and, and a friend of mine said, like, hey, uh, I'm coming to the U.S., you know, to, to play and study. And, and this is something that, you know, usually uh, athletes don't experience in Brazil. Again, we don't have uh, collegiate soccer. So you you either play soccer in a professional level or you go to school. Like there are a few athletes that, that do like, they still go to school and, and, and are professional, but, you know, very rare cases. So, so I was, you know, between those where I was on a soccer path only. And, and when my friend talked to me about that, I was like, Oh, really? Um, I don't know about that. And it was like, yeah, it's a great opportunity. And, you know, with the background you have here, you know, with Youth, youth Academy, the experiences you have, uh, I think you, you know, it could be a great opportunity for you. So that's when I started, like, thinking about it, thinking about coming to U.S. And, you know, I have my DVD links with all my highlights, um, you know, from all these four years playing there. Uh, and I decided, you know what, I'm just going to take a shot. And I didn't even speak English at that time. Um, so I just went through the NAIA website to the NCAA website and kind of um, chose random schools. Like, oh, I think this school is, you know, the name of this school is, is fun or, or I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember any of the other schools you were considering? Um, I don't remember right now, but I know I, I emailed Indiana Wesleyan too here around. Um, I also emailed a couple of schools in California. I remember which ones. Um, but I actually got a lot of offers, honestly. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to get a lot of offers, but... Uh, I guess, you know, coaches are valuing um, a lot, you know, international players here in, in America. I mean, not not only here in America. I think, you know, international players, especially from Brazil, you know, with uh, with the, a very good school, a soccer school we have in Brazil. I think uh, players from Brazil are very valued around the world. And, and so, yeah, I got like, you know, 17, 18 offers. And that's when I started like praying and seeing, hey, where where should I go and and – I ended up in Mishawaka, Indiana. <laughs> How much of a role did... Um, so we've had Tiago on the show. Yeah. Also Brazilian. How much of a role did that play? Oh, yeah. He played a, a, a huge role in, in my coming to, to Mishawaka, Indiana specifically. Uh, because, you know, as I said, I, when I started reaching out to coaches, I, I didn't know English, you know, back then. And um, so Tiago helped me out a lot with the process of, you know how to apply for the visa and, you know, all the process from, from an international perspective to, to come to the U.S. I think there are several steps uh, to take. And, and Tiago, you know, helped me a lot with, with that. Also with a good offer, you know, because if I didn't have a good offer, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to come <laughs> play. But, yeah, he, he definitely played a huge role in, on, on that. How did your family take it when you told them you were going across the world? Oh, my mom was, you know so happy because again my mom is a teacher in brazil she teaches uh third grade and she always wanted me to, to go to school to you know go to college and i never really wanted i was like nah mom soccer this is it this is what it's going to be for me and she's like but it's also important you know to get an education to study um so when i when i you know showed her my acceptance letter she was you know she was so happy she was so glad and 
Megan, she's a, you know, she's the, my hero. I mean, she was the first one in my family to, to graduate in college. So it means a lot to her and, and it means a lot to me that she, she was happy as well. Were you nervous at all? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> was it just due to the language barrier or is it the movies portray the United States to be a certain way and you were nervous about that? Like what, what made you nervous about coming? Uh, mostly the language barrier. Uh, I think uh, I studied uh, eight months after, you know, I decided to come to the U.S. Uh, and I had, a, I think I had a pretty good, you know, uh, understanding of grammar and, you know, and, and the language itself. But, you know, a lot of people told me like, yeah, when you get to, to America, it's, it's, it's a different dog because, you know, people talk, you know, faster. And so I was, I was a little concerned with the language barrier. Soccer didn't concern me much. Uh, think, you know, Tiago gave me a lot of confidence. I believed a lot, you know, in my potential in coming here. So I didn't, cons- I wasn't concerned about that much, but the language barrier for sure. Do you watch like TV shows or movies to help with language barrier? Yeah, I watched some a little bit. So you would watch in English with Portuguese subtitles or the other way around Portuguese with English subtitles? And sometimes English with English subtitles to okay. kind of, yeah. So you get to Mishawaka, you're here. It, did anything like jump out from the beginning that surprised you? Um, well, and it could be a pleasant surprise or it could have been a, this sucks type surprise. I think first thing, the weather for sure. I think, uh, once, you know, we started to get to the, to the spring, to Before winter. Before you came here, what's the lowest weather you've ever experienced? Uh, lowest temp. So Fahrenheit. I mean, Fahrenheit, uh, 30 30. So you 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 did experience at least like a thirty degree yeah, day in Brazil, yeah, yeah, which is freezing, but which, it's which is but it's, it's much colder here, yeah, yeah. And I never seen snow actually, so never seen snow, never seen snow, yeah. Until so what I was that like? First so time that, you saw that snow, was, that was amazing. I mean, I, I you know I would see it in movies, and I was I was excited for that actually. And for the three for the first three months, I, I enjoyed, it, of course, but after the first three months, what's I was your like, thoughts on snow now? <laughs> I still, I still love it. You know, it's, it's fun and it's beautiful when, when it starts, but you know, as you start to <laughs> get to practice and, you know, getting outside, it, it becomes a little bit, you know, too cold for, for a Brazilian. <laughs> so we see a lot of international students that will come to the States and most notably like the Midwest or the flyover States and they'll be here a semester. They'll be here a year. They leave either. They transfer, they go back home. You, you stayed. Mm-hmm. You've been here a full few years. You plan on staying here now in the future. What is it about this area that led you to make that decision? Um, and people ask me about that a lot because uh, I think we have a, a very, you know, large concentration of Brazilians in, in Orlando and in Florida. Um, and But I, I really love this area. I think, you know, especially for uh, students like me, um, we have, you know, IUSB, uh, Bethel, Holy Cross, Notre Dame. So it's it's kind of like a college town. I mean, Mishawaka, South Bend, you know, you have a lot of options there uh, to get an education. But it's also a, 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 an area full of uh, opportunity. I mean, you know, the RV industry in Elkhart, you know, there are so many opportunities in this area. Um, but I think what caught my attention the most and, and what really is making me stay here is the people, uh, for sure. I think, you know, this area here, you know, I've met, um, some really nice people, some friends that I'll take for my whole life. I mean, you know, the Alpha Dog team and um, Tiago and, and the whole team. I mean, so many, so many other people that I, you know, I, I've got, you know, to to meet here and made my life, you know, a lot easier. And um, again, as an international student, you know, being away from family, I really felt at home. So you know, that's that's definitely one of the things that really made me stay. I think the people here are really nice and welcoming. 
So it's something I always like asking um, international students or really anyone who moves here from outside the country. Oftentimes you're only, I mean, the only experience you have with the States is cinema, whether it be movies, TVs, books, literature, like something in entertainment. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes New York is the, is the vehicle behind that. And TV loves to make New Yorkers seem like they're rude and abrasive. Were you nervous <laughs> about this at all coming to the States thinking like Americans are, just seem mean? Were you worried about that? I had heard things about Chicago though before yeah. I came here. I heard that people were rude in Chicago, especially because I was flying to Chicago. But no, I didn't notice like anything. I haven't noticed anything so far. Uh, and coming to the, this area again, I think people have been so nice to me at Bethel. You and know, I can even everything. tell you, I don't know if you've been to the other cities, but even like New York, Chicago, people are the same. People are fine. But for some reason, it plays better in TV shows and movies when it's rude. And I've, I've talked to international students before. They're like, I was nervous coming over because I just assumed <laughs> everyone was going to be like very rude and very yeah. abrasive. And they were pleasantly surprised when they got yeah. here. Yeah, I was, pre- I was probably surprised too. What is, uh, so you're from Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo which yeah. is population? About 12.33 million, I guess. So a little over 12 mil? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's as big as New York. Yeah. yeah it's, Almost as big as New York. Yeah. It, so it's huge. It's huge. And, huge. And I imagine, without knowing anything, I imagine it's probably in more of a concentrated area yes. than New York. Yeah. So it's even more crowded. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, what was, what was it like growing up or living in that big of a city? Uh, I mean, I love Sao Paulo, you know, for the, um, the options you have, you know, there's, there's so much to do in the city. Uh, but it's also, you know, the traffic is, is terrible in Sao Paulo, you know, and like an example, my sister to go to college, you know, she's in college right now. Um, she takes two hours to go, you know, to school, like getting trains and, and metros. And so it's like, you know, if you want to do something, everything is so far. So it's, it takes a little more time, not a little, but it takes a lot more time for you to get to where you want to go. Uh, but it's definitely a lo- lovely city, you know, um, soccer, you know, it's, uh, we also have there, you know, um, we, we contribute, Sao Paulo contributes to the, um, as you know, w- I think one third of the coffee, uh, plantation of the world, you know, not on Sao Paulo, but other, other places in Brazil. So we we're known for coffee. So very good coffee there in Sao Paulo. So I, I love growing up there, you know. Um, good meat too, right? Good meat, yep. Good meat, good picanha. I told you about it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the second most popular sport? Volleyball, I would say. Really? Yeah, yeah. You ever play some volleyball? Uh, I played some, yeah. yeah. How big is um, like basketball or baseball? Um, I know you're a Michael Jordan guy, right? Yeah. Were you before you came to the States or was before that? Before I came to the so States. So you're always a Michael Jordan yeah. guy. He's yeah. international. Yeah. I think, you know... A lot of people in Brazil like, you know, Michael Jordan, especially, you know, the Bulls back then and, yeah. and that that whole team. So, yeah. American football, not uh, too big I mean, of a deal. It's it's becoming more, you know, f- like it's becoming bigger in Brazil right now. Even even basketball, we now have a, a, a national league. So so it's growing. Definitely. We have uh, a couple of guys who played NBA, uh, you know, past years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are coming back to Brazil to kind of like. What what some players are doing in MLS now, like oh, yeah, yeah. guys when you know coming home and coming, yeah, getting the big crowds, yeah. So that's what it's happening in Brazil right now. I think it's becoming more popular for sure. So what would, I mean, if if an international student was listening to this, or even someone from another part of the country, and they're like, hey, I'm considering coming to the South Bend area, what would you say to sell them on that? Say even just say someone from Brazil, 
was like, hey, I'm considering coming to play soccer for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And they reached out to you, and they're like, well, what can you tell me about the area? What would you say to them? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I think it's, it's definitely a great area, you know, uh, for opportunities. Um, again, I mentioned the RV industry, and there's so much in South Bend and, and Mishawaka, and, and, and the city's growing, you know. Now uh, the South Bend Lions are coming to town, yep. you know, so it's like, Who you, you know, played for last year? Which I played for last last summer, so it's, you know, the, the city's growing, you know, and, and there are a lot of opportunities in here. So I'll definitely, you know, advise people to, to come, especially Brazilians. And, and again, uh, there are several you know, opportunities to, to study here, you know, to go to school again, Bethel, you know, Notre Dame, that's definitely a, a good program. Actually, Notre Dame just went to, uh, Notre Dame soccer just went to the, yeah, two, they're usually two, very eight. good in yeah. soccer. Yeah. So they're in the quarterfinals now of the, the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So again, pretty good teams here. Um, and you know, a lot of good opportunities. And just speaking about soccer in the area, it seems to be getting more and more popular. You mentioned the lions coming, mm-hmm. um, Notre Dame's very good all the time. Bethel recently has been very good. Um, and even on the youth side, because I know you're involved on the youth side as yeah, well. Definitely. I mean, Talk about what you do on the youth side and how you see soccer starting to get a little bit more of a firm hold in this area. Yeah, I have a passion for the game and, and a passion for, for kids as well. And, and I've been involved in the community working um, uh, with uh, uh, a nonprofit organization called SWAP. It's called, uh, it, it means Sports with a Purpose. And what we do there is uh, we use futsal, which is an indoor version of soccer, um, to help kids in the community. You know, uh, we we coach kids uh, in Elkhart, Granger, you know, in in this all this area here. Um, And again, I I have a passion for the game. I have a passion for kids. And, you know, I love using that not not only to to help these kids grow in a game, but also to to help them grow in in character. You know, I I love to use my experience Again, what I learned in Brazil and here, at, even at Bethel, you know, and and winning and losing, I've won and, and lost championships. But but character is definitely something that that plays a plays a, a huge uh, role in, in in not playing the game, only playing the game, but but living life. And and that's why we try to teach the ki- the kids, like you know, um, to to be respectful, to play with courage, you know, to to play with character and. And, and that's my passion, honestly, to, to really, you know, be working with kids here in the area. That's something that I really want to do in the future, uh, hopefully do something with that. Uh, but, yeah, I've been involved with that. Um, I've also tried to uh, help kid, uh, kids here um, individually. You know, I have parents reach out to me all the time to do uh, lessons or, you know, just try to help their kids in, in whatever I can. And, and I love to do that. You know, I love to any opportunity I have to use the game um, for a, uh, for a greater purpose. I uh, definitely, you know, enjoy the opportunity. Love it. You want to get to, to some more of the dumb questions? Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll start off with uh, the Martins question. Okay. You live on campus, but off campus. You're yep. in the campus housing. You go to Martins to load up the uh, house. What's a few of the items that you're make that you're getting every time? Um, a couple of your favorite grocery items. Okay, oatmeal for sure. Oatmeal, for, okay. For, for so breakfast. do you get it like in the bag or like in the little cup where you just pour in? Yeah, How do you a, get in your the oatmeal? bag? Yeah, in the bag, yeah, yeah. okay. You put anything in your oatmeal or you just straight oatmeal? Yeah, uh, some sometimes yogurt. Sometimes it depends on depends on the day. Depends you ever on top it with bananas? Banana, yeah, banana, yeah. I put nuts too, so okay. I try to do a banana bowl every, Brazil every nuts. morning. Brazil nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else you always make sure to grab? Uh, I think something that um, that I drink a lot at home is tonic water. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's something that I I love tonic water with a little you know uh, with a slice of lime and pff, it's just amazing. I, I drink almost every day. Have you ever been stuck on an elevator? 
Uh, I actually, I, I, I was like stuck once. Um, Here or in Brazil? In Brazil, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How it, was, it wasn't that bad. Go? I mean, just, it was, I, think it, I think it was just like a 30 minutes wait. So we just had to wait until. 30 minutes is a long yeah. time. What do you mean, I mean just 30? That's a long time. <laughs> what will go for you soccer? Because usually I ask NFL, NBA. Who, what is the worst group of fans? It can be a country. It can be a team. Just the group of fans that make you roll your eyes every time. So for me, as like a Cubs baseball fan, it would be the Cardinals. Okay. So who for you? Um, I think Liverpool fans. Liverpool probably. fans. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're because <laughs> they're not just the type of fan. They're like you know proud of their team. They just talk all the time and. And I see some Liverpool fans who were not Liverpool fans back then when Liverpool wasn't winning anything. So now, and now all of a sudden they're you Liverpool. You see a lot yeah. of Liverpool fans popping up. So that's why I kind of hate them. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do, um, would you rather know how or when you are going to die? Uh, probably how. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to know the timestamp? No, no. Okay. Would, I have a soccer question. Okay. I think I asked this to Tiago. I think I asked it to Jordan. <laughs> it's not going to be the seven footers. Okay. Move beyond that. Penalty kicks. So I watched closely. We were at your championship game. Yep. And I went to penalty kicks uh-huh. and I watched closely at the goalies. It seems like at, so like you were, you're NAIA mm-hmm. and the goalies were a little reactionary. They were able to see which way it was going to go, and then they were going to try to block mm-hmm. it. Whereas, like, in the Premier League, I think often they're just guessing, right? Because it's going to come too fast. Like, they just have to guess one side or another. So my strategy of just kicking right down the middle, I think, like, at Bethel, I don't think it would work that well, would it? Uh, I mean... Because they haven't jumped yet. Yeah, it, it depends. I think um, there there's a lot of uh, uh, study that goes into it. Like, for example, for our goalie... Um, in a championship game, you know, had some big stops. Yeah, and he had all the um, the the numbers, like the and tendencies, w- and, and stuff. where they they you know took the PKs. So you guys track before. all that, yeah. So and especially in the professional level, they track everything, so they know you know how many times you went right, how many times you went left, and and usually, uh, you know, in the professionals, and you know, I would say in college too, when you when you have a, a side that you're doing well and you're putting the ball in the back of the net. You won't change it unless so. The, so you, the goalie can cheat to one side. Exactly. Usually. Exactly. Okay. So, so usually I think usually goalies are go in my you know have already an idea when they go for a PK they have they already have an idea in mind like hey this is where this guy is going and even if they don't then it's as you said it's just guessing trying to see the body position where how you're you know coming for the ball I think that's you know you get the game winning goal for Brazil in the World Cup. What's your celebration? Uh, take the shirt off. Go, go for the people. <laughs> you had this down, take ready to the go. shirt off. Go for the people. Yeah. <laughs> how how big a deal is the World Cup in Brazil? Uh, it's it's a big deal, man. It's I mean everybody. Like, does the country shut down? Literally everybody stops. Yeah, I remember when I was I was a kid. We we they would like stop you know classes for us to go home and watch the wow. game. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. Favorite all time soccer or as you would say football player? Uh, Ronaldinho Gaúcho. Okay. Yeah. All right. How do you feel about Argentina? Um, I mean, uh, you know, we have a little rivalry. Is it, <laughs> is it to the point to where in the World Cup your two favorite teams are Brazil and whoever's playing Argentina? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. exactly. Okay. So, yeah, I know exactly how that is. Let, let's put it that way. I love Messi. That's all. 
You do. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, let's do. All right. So you're from Brazil, the land of meats. Yes. Oh yeah. How, oh, yeah. oh yeah. How do you order your steak? Uh, well done. Well done. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that typical in Brazil, or is it just a personal preference? Uh, it's just a personal preference. Yeah. Yeah. What would I have to do to get you to try a medium? Um, I mean, I'm open to, to try medium. It's, medium rare. Uh, <laughs> no, not happening. <laughs> I mean, I can try. Okay. Yeah, I'm open to try, but yeah. What's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Um, strangest thing you've ever eaten? I don't recall eating anything weird, honestly. Um, There's no like Brazilian dish that's yummy. You guys pretty, pretty much stick to the meats, huh? Yeah, we stick to the meats. I mean, I've been to Indonesia, but didn't eat any. I didn't have the courage to eat any <laughs> the insect or anything. But when Tiago was here, he said he ate something wild. I think it was okay. a monkey or monkey something. brain. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Someone comes in here and they're like, "I like the way you look." I'm sending you to three cities, all inclusive in the United States. What three cities would you choose? Week long at each one. Um, New York. Okay. For sure. Um, I would say, let me think. Um, the problem is somewhere in Colorado because I love mountains. Denver? Uh, I mean, yeah. You I mean, you suggest me some, some place to go in. Um, let me think of any other place. You've done Florida, right? Yeah, I've done Orlando. Um, I went to New Orleans too. I'll probably go back to New Orleans. And New Orleans is good. <laughs> I, I'll throw out there... Um, I mean, Southern California is always good. If you want to do like oh, yeah, LA, Cali, yeah, definitely San Francisco, Cali, yeah, yeah, Pacific Northwest. I don't know if you're into that, yeah. but uh, yeah, Denver, Denver's great. Yeah, especially if you like mountains. Yeah, yeah I love mountains. Denver's too. great. Have you d- done Nashville yet? No. no, Nashville's Nashville's good. Yeah. May I suggest Cleveland or Detroit? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do in the morning. Or maybe the night before. How long does it decide you to take? How long does it take you to decide what to wear? I would say five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. It. you're a sharp dressed dude. Sometimes I plan one night before. Okay. But sometimes I just leave it for the morning. Have you always been a sharp dressed guy? So this is a podcast, so people can't tell. But Jordan and I are usually in the office in sweats, shorts, maybe someday jeans. You have blue jeans on today. Hoodies, t-shirts. William. Looks better than us. Let's put it that way. <laughs> William's got the nice pants, nice shoes. You often have a collar. You're, you're just a well-dressed guy. Has that always been the case? Yeah. I mean, one one is because I always I always like to be well-dressed. But second, I think, you know, it's it's a little bit of my, my wife's hand in that. I think she's been... Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's been helping me for, for the past few years. So. And talk about your wife a little bit because that's, that's an interesting story, too. Because also from Brazil... Yep. Um, but from has a massively different background in Brazil than you had. Yes. Yeah. I mean, talk about that. And then her coming over, how all that went. Yeah. So my wife, um, graduated, uh, in college in 2019, um, December and in psychology and, and yeah, we got married in, you know, January of 2020 and that's where she come up, came up here with me um, again. And, and talking about her background again, uh, she has a very different background than, than me. I mean, uh, uh, she she comes from a very you know not very but like a wealthy family in Brazil, in the south part of Brazil, in Santa Catarina, in the state. And again, it was just two complete opposites. You know, like 
and that's I met her when I went to play in that team. I uh, I was playing the the professional team in injuring video. That's where I met her. And uh, but yeah, I mean, she's here with me now, and um, we're still you know figuring things out. She really want to work on her area, which is psychology, and we're trying to validate her degree. I think there are a lot of steps to to take on that still, but she's been amazing. She's been my you know my supportive and. Yeah, my my better half. So being from Southern Brazil, had she seen snow before coming here? No, no. So not, even it was even either. new for her. Yeah, yeah. How does she take it? Oh, uh, she loves it. Okay. Honestly, yeah. That's that's one more confirmation that I need to stay here in the yeah. area because she loves the cold. She loves snow. She loves. It Indiana. would be nice, like growing up, never having four seasons, getting to have four seasons now. Right. You yeah. may think differently in a few years, but that's always the time. Well. We have cheap direct flights to Florida. So in the middle of the winter, pop down there for a while. Right, yeah. But it would be nice for a while. Like if you, so in Sao Paulo, I assume it's largely just like kind of one long season yeah, yeah, of just nice yeah, it's weather. kind of like a, a like what LA would, would be, be here, here. Pretty much. What yeah. LA would be here yeah. year round. Yeah. It would be nice to be able to mix it up and have a, have a white Christmas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I love this, you know, about Indiana, like having this four seasons and in, in the fall is so beautiful and, know everything it's just i love it yeah plug away if people are listening and they maybe they want to get their kids some training maybe they want to get involved in soccer how would they get a hold of you where can they follow you on social media all of it hit them um so uh my instagram is uh william santos with two a's and two o's so william santos and an n at the end so william with an n um, yeah, I think people can find me on Instagram or even Facebook too. I have Facebook, William Santos, uh, William Dos Santos actually. Um, but yeah, people can find me there. Uh, I'm still at Bethel. Uh, I'm going to my last semester. Uh, so I'm still, you know, a lot of things, you know, to figure out and, and yeah, I'm, I love the opportunity of working, you know, being working at Alpha Dog here, um, spring past spring uh and you know having the opportunity to continue in in the summer i love the team and yeah so if anybody wants to to contact me yeah i can just contact me through instagram or facebook and before we wrap one other thing that's interesting a lot of names in brazil hit us with your full name so my name is my first name is william but my last name because i we don't have middle names so it's just like everything on your last name so my last name is morira dos santos and hit us with your wife's full name. <laughs> <laughs> so my my wife's full name is Carol, Carolina, Carolina uh, Teixeira de Souza dos Santos. So she she inherited Love dos it. Santos from me. So it's typically <laughs> huge, so huge name. You'll keep the both sides of your parents' last yeah, name. Yeah, I and kept that's just on the female side or both. Yeah, sides? just on the female side. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I'm, I assume you're going to expand your family with your wife someday. What will the like legal last name B. Oh, that's or is a, that something you get to decide on? That's a talk I, I haven't had with Carol yet. So it's it's not something that's like for sure. You get to actually decide on that and be like, yeah, we. Way. I think we get to to decide. I'll okay. probably leave the Dos Santos, but but my wife has a lot of pride in the and the and all and her family yeah. yeah. <laughs> name. So I'm sure he would he would like to. She would like to. That'd be to quite the it. back of the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, William, thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. It might seem like a lot, but they all play and they roll. Put that on anything that I got, and all I care about is my city, man. I can't say it enough. I done heard things about y'all that they can't say about us. I just hold it down for my side. I just hold it down for my set. I give everybody a piece of this, and I make do.
This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast.